good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And then circling back to those early morning people who, like me, just can't quite get to sleep these days, but maybe our voices will put you to sleep, but we hope instead that they keep you awake and they energize you and they get you through those early morning hours to the time when you're supposed to be awake anyway. And a man who needs no energy except that which is provided by an entire pot of coffee. It's Dan K. Dan, welcome to the show. That's it. Some call it a performance enhancer. I call it caffeine country. That's where I'm living 24-7. What's going on, Luke? Just you talk about, you know, lately Dan K might be the busiest worker on the planet other than Lucas Jones. And I, I, I usually I could sleep right now. I'd love to sleep, but I need to live off this pot of coffee. I think I've been up for the last 48 hours straight right now, but I am so excited to talk about hockey today, and to talk about our guest, Dan Kay. I talked about being so busy, Lucas. I couldn't even join you for the Q&A. You're <laughs> going to be talking with Yaroslav Motri this week, the former NHLer, the absolute superstar on the ice, the Czech native who is dominant in his days back at home as well on the ice. And Lucas, you had a great chance to talk to him about the USPHL Mountain, a division that I, I got to say is one of the most fun to watch in the country. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun to watch pretty much all season. And the best part about it is it's it's really rotated, right? It's it's it started with one team, it started with maybe Pueblo, and then you know, NoCo gets involved, and it's just been a, a merry-go-round of talent, a merry-go-round of success. Lucas, you dropped the puck on day one. This is what I talk I talked about the quarter polls this season to the point that Lucas probably wants to punch me in the face, even hearing me say. And in junior hockey, it's the team you start the year with. It is your team after Halloween and Thanksgiving. It's your team after New Year. And then it's your team come playoff time. And each of those quarter polls have seen a different team at the top of the mountain. We start the year, it was Pueblo. Easily Pueblo. You look at it, you say, Pueblo, 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 to the point that we stopped saying Pueblo and being like a bunch of dumb Northeasterners over here. We said Pueblo. Said it correctly. The Bulls were stampeding. Then you move on, you keep going, you get the turkey time, and guess what? Tough turkey, we're going loco for noco. The Northern Colorado Eagles are the best squad on the planet. Awesome. Well, guess what? The new year rolls around, and here come the Ogden Mustangs, and they look unbeatable. They sit in first place now, but forget about all of them because the Provo Riverblades and our guest Yaroslav Modri today have won nine of their last 10. They sit in fourth place in the standings, but I can guarantee you zero teams want to play them. They're four games better in their last 10 than anybody else. If we were to build a power ranking right now, I'd put them in that number four spot Ogden was in. That's how good they look right now. Man, what a division, Lucas. Four different teams have looked to be at the top. And in the middle of this all, I was trying to argue the Utah Outliers might have been one of the best. Yeah, it's it's been... <laughs> It's been wild, Dan. It's been absolutely insane. How about a division where no one has a losing record? Like, how about that competitiveness? How about, you know, not just going in and, and you know, okay, you, you've got one team that beats another team a little bit more, or, you know, one team that, that kind of can't really compete in their own division. How about all these teams competing in their own division and then going outside the division and just beating up on guys? We saw NoCo make that road trip 
right? Go all around kind of the place, place of Midwest teams. They were able to get into the Midwest showcase. They're really impressive there. We've seen Utah and Provo try to get out and play some other teams or some other divisions, the Pacific Division too. This is a division where no one has a losing record. How can you, and no one has a negative goal differential. How can you possibly tell one of these teams that they can't make it in? How, how yeah. is that even an argument you can have? I know. And, and you're, you're seeing the same thing in this division that you see in some of these others around the country. And it's, it's absolutely awesome to watch. And you look at a leading scorer for the Provo Riverblades, Michael Ertis, the centerman with 28 goals, 35 assists, and 43 games played. 63-point season for this year, 2000. This Provo side, man, they've got some veteran leadership. They match it up with some of these younger guys. And, you know, Josh Ernst, Nicholas Ertis, like, the Ernest Bros, they've combined for 96 points. They're, they're, they're getting in that Ledenkov range here. They're starting to look like Arkham and Philemon over there with the New York Aviators last year. Like, uh, this River Plates team, man, with Modry behind the bench, a guy who's won at every level of the game, a guy who understands growing talent, uh, this is a scary, scary squad. Yeah, and I, I think one of the things that I'm going to – I won't take any of the words out of – out of coach Modry's mouth because, you know, he, he explained them in a way that, you know, only the, you know, the head coach of a team might be able to. Uh, but I think one of the things that impressed me so much is, is of course their performance in recent, you know, recent days, but just how deep the squad is, right. You, you talk about having, you know, six guys right now that are over a point per game in terms of production. Right. But over a point per game is not the gold standard, right? You're, you're really looking a little farther down the roster and you're looking at guys who are putting assists in. You, you, go, you go to a spot that, that I love and it's, it's the defensive guys because really when you talk about how deep a team is, the defensemen have to be a part of that conversation, especially in a division like the Mountain Division, especially when it comes time for playoffs. You've got two defensemen in the, in the, the top in terms of points per game, but then you go to a guy like Tyler Kennedy right? Tyler Kennedy is an 0-2, no goals, 16 assists, four power play assists, uh, extremely low penalty minutes, under one a game for a defenseman. It's guys like Tyler Kennedy. It's guys like that that are really the driving force behind the squad. Yeah, and, and I just, I love this division of hockey right now. This is going to be a division that over the next couple of years is going to be fun to just watch really take over. And we saw them out in Chicago. We saw them in that showcase in Northern Colorado. And we saw it with Pueblo. How much trouble they gave teams from the Midwest West and the Great Lakes Division in the Midwest East. And you're looking at it, Ogden and Provo might be even tougher teams right now than Pueblo and Northern Colorado. I mean, whoever comes out of this division, whoever leaves, this mountain division is going to have title hopes on their mind and have every ability to compete and beat the Metro Jets of the world, the Charlotte Rush of the world, the Florida Eels of the world, the Islanders hockey clubs of the world, the Boston Junior Bruins of the world, the Rockets hockey clubs, the Elmira Junior Enforcers, these squads from around the country, the Chicago Cougars. Watch out for whoever comes out of the mountain division and the guy who Lucas is going to take it away with now, Coach Yaroslav Modri, dominant NHLer, great player for his, his na national side of the Czech Republic, and just an even better interviewer, man. 
takes this one away with Lucas Jones. Lucas, take it away with a Q&A. What if you could naturally improve your sleep and fight snoring just by drinking water? Introducing Remastered Sleep, the first water bottle designed to fight snoring and provide a natural way to better sleep. This is not just an advertisement. This is a personal recommendation. I was part of the study trial and began to feel the benefits in just a few weeks. I continue to use Remastered Sleep to help me get restful sleep even on long road trips. Head to RemasteredSleep.com to find out more information and use the code DANKSHOW10 to get 10% off your purchase. Remastered Sleep, aspiring to make healthy easy. Back here with the question and answer session. Here with Coach Modry. Now, Coach, you took over for this uh, this Provo River Blades team, and you took over in the middle of the season, and it's a competitive division. There's a lot going on out there, a lot of talent coming in from the Western states uh, that matriculated over to the USPHL. And we've seen that division kind of have its up and downs without a clear front runner. Talk about what it was like to sort of inject yourself into this team in the middle of a season. Oh, it was an adjustment. Um, you know, I just tried to implement uh, culture. I just tried to implement uh, um, good habits. And uh, I tried to implement, uh, you know, don't forget uh, what this game is about. Uh, don't lose that uh, sense of enjoyment. Uh, come in every day, work hard, and try to get better. Um, so I, I inherited uh, some some team. Uh, it was lots of talent, but the kids were not uh, excited about, uh, uh, you know, each practice, each game. So it was uh, my first mindset was uh, just get them excited. You know, get them excited to come to the rink, uh, work every day, try to work on your craft, uh, get better each day. Um, and uh, just give them a hope, you know, show them a light. Uh, they're good players and, and there's a, lots of lots of opportunities uh, beyond. And, uh, you know, it's 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 been a working process. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about excitement, right? You want to talk about hope and, and showing them the way, you know, you guys are you're you're on a 10 game win streak right now 10 and 0 in your last 10 the the shift in the team has has really looked like at least from from Dan and my perspective from a from an analyst perspective it's it's looked night and day so you know whatever what you've done has has certainly worked now we've had a few teams from both the Pacific and from the Mountain Division in our top 10 teams. Uh, the Pueblo Bulls have been in the conversation. The Northern Colorado Eagles have been in the conversation. And then teams like the Outliers and the Fresno Monsters have been sort of on the edge, or in the case of Fresno, they were even included one week. So talk about the experience of having to play these teams that are pretty consistently in the top 10 or 15 in the USPHL. Does the competitiveness help you? Uh, definitely. Like you said, uh, this uh, mountain division, it's it's uh, really uh, competitive really strong you get lots of talent and uh, due to the uh, situation in the united states and in north america with the uh, covid um, it uh, draw lots of talent to these teams and it's been uh, it's been fun fun hockey you know even at some buildings uh, they uh, they let the fans in and it's it's uh, the, the atmosphere has been uh, fantastic and uh, you know it's um, it's it's uh, on any given night 
each team could beat anybody in our division. That's how uh, competitive it is. And it's uh, the attention to detail to each game. It's really, really important. Yeah. And, and you look at the makeup of this, this Provo team and, you know, you've got, you've got your two thousands, right? Your, your two top scorers, um, Ertis and Ernst, uh, Michael Ertis. Uh, these are your, your two thousands and you always look towards those leadership guys. But as you look down the roster, you see some O twos and, and even an O three in Parker Murray, these guys that, you know, are on the younger side of things, but, still producing a ton of points. You look at Parker Murray specifically, I tend to gravitate towards the defenseman, 13 goals, eight assists in 13 games. And, and this kid's an 03. So uh, do you, do you shoot for that balance of youth and experience? Oh, hundred uh, percent. Obviously uh, I'm in the luxury of, uh, I coached uh, to youth hockey and I kind of have a landscape of a, uh, on the West coast uh, to see the talent what's out there. And, and, uh, I knew what uh, he's capable of, and I didn't know if he's going to be able to do it uh, in such a short uh, uh, time and, and without uh, any kind of junior hockey experience. But uh, all the power to him, he uh, he uh, adjusted uh, to the speed and, and the physicality of the game, and he's capable to produce. It's uh, Like you said, it's a fine balance. Like uh, I do have a great uh, leadership uh, from uh, my uh, 2000s. Um, there's lots and lots of kids with... Uh, right mindset and, and uh, uh, right attitude. And, and they helped me out to uh, guide the team uh, the right direction. And the younger kids bought into it. And it's been, uh, it's been uh, you know, a fun process. And, and it's, it's still, uh, you know, a working process. But it's, it's been uh, definitely a pleasurable uh, adjustment uh, last couple of months since, since I've been here. Now, we're going to get into sort of a coaching philosophy uh, for, for you specifically, a coaching philosophy on this team. And I always preface this conversation with, you don't have to give away all the secrets. A magician who gives away his secrets is not a very good magician. So you feel free to go in as deep as you want. But I want to start by just, just giving the folks at home a quick background. So it, you played in the NHL. You were an NHL all-star. You played internationally. You had an extremely long, successful career in the NHL after which you decided to make the switch into coaching youth hockey. But as far as the way you played the game on the ice, when you were at the professional level, how much of the way you played the game and saw the game and experienced the game makes its way into your coaching style? I, I think definitely it does uh, affects my uh, uh, mindset and, and view and, and uh, message to the kids. I was a creative defenseman. I was a, a guy who uh, likes to create, but uh, don't forget, I came from Czech Republic. Czech Republic is a small country who's capable to keep up with countries like Russia, Canada, United States. So we have to play discipline, structure, hockey with a little bit of freedom and creativity. But it has to be implemented with within a structure so basically how would i describe uh, to my uh, coaching philosophy it's a structure with the uh, uh, creativity and there's a time and place uh, uh, you let the uh, uh, players to, to, to have their creativity and and uh, use their ability to uh, use their skills and and but it has to be some kind of boundaries some kind of uh, structure they have to follow if you do this you're got freedom over over here 
you know, like it's just give and take and, and just give them some kind of uh, structure so they uh, they know how far they can go and what they what needs to be done before they're going to, uh, you know, start doing some skill, crazy stuff like that the young kids do. And don't uh, give me, don't, you know, like the game's evolving. You have to evolve as a coach. You have to evolve as a player. These kids nowadays are like super, super skilled. Like their skill is just phenomenal. Like some of the stuff they could do with the puck and and even skating wise, like I don't think we were capable to do it back then. But the game by itself, it still has certain uh, rules you have to play by. And as soon as they follow the rules, they, they can have their freedom. Yeah. I mean, you've over your career, you've seen the game change, right? And And it's, it is a different game from, you know, the beginning of, of your NHL career to the end. And, and even from that point to now. And I think that shows on your team, you've got, uh, you've got a good handful of defensemen within the top 15 of your scoring. Um, and I think that that really goes to points to what you were saying about creativity. Does implementing that system give them something to, sort of if, if the plan short circuits, right. And, and one of the, one of the keys to success, especially this type of success you've had is obviously the ability to survive that first punch to the face. If it happens, right. To regroup and, and come back out with the new game plan. Does having that systems give your players something to fall back on if the play sort of collapses around them? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. You have to get a security blanket and, and that's my job to, to create that, uh, um, plan environment uh, to the uh, mindset and uh, you know kids like I said kids bought into it they got good leaders and then uh, they were hungry they were just uh, for some reason they uh, they were not successful until I came in and the talent was here it's just uh, you just gotta play with it and put it uh, pieces uh, together or, or you know find a, a right uh, fit uh, for them and find the right game uh proper language and and you know keep them keep them uh, like i said keep them excited but uh, find the right fit for each kid like you gotta evaluate each player and and they all have strengths and they all have weaknesses and and if you can put it together properly you're gonna have successful team and, and fun environment now talk about the switch from playing to coaching you you started coaching uh a handful of years ago uh what inspired you after you'd finished your playing career to get back behind the bench on the coaching side of things? Uh, it was just, a, you know, like it's, you love the game. First of all, you do it the entire life. And I just finished playing in overseas. I didn't know what I'm going to do. Like I had some offers to, to even keep playing or, or coach out there. But uh, I, uh, I, just went back to the United States. My wife's an American. My kids, uh, I, I believe they should be uh, brought up out here in this culture. And so we came back and then I just uh, got a couple offers. My kids start playing hockey. So I just, uh, you know, sit in the stands watching it and just give them advice here and there. And eventually they find out who I am and give me opportunity to get involved. And I just start growing with the with the game and, and keep edu- educating myself, keep getting better and, and uh, working on my craft as a coach. And, and as you get going, you looking to, to keep advancing, keep getting better, just like a player. You know, you start out playing as a little kid because you love the game. And next thing, you know, I work myself up to, to play all the way to the uh, 
to the pinnacle. And it's the same thing what I try to do with the with the with the coaching. It's uh, you know, you got to start somewhere and keep just working, keep working on your craft, and eventually somebody's gonna believe what you uh, what are you selling, and you're just gonna keep advancing with the game. And that's what I try to do out here in Provo and. And uh, we're just having fun. It's a good organization. I got great uh, facility out here to play in. Good, uh, good uh, uh, fan base is coming along too. It's even in a, during the difficult times, but it's been uh, it's been uh, you know working process, and we'll reach out to the community out here and try to be a good role model to the to the young kids. And and uh, we're talking about lots of excitement, uh, exciting uh, uh, things to come. Uh, to the future for for this program and for make sure we reaching out to the community and show them what uh, we're capable to to bring to the table. Yeah, I mean we've we we've seen videos, pictures of the facility. We obviously haven't been out there as you said because of of what's going on in the country right now. And if there's one thing we miss, it's a packed house of a thousand fans, seven hundred fans absolutely getting riled up for a home game and we could not be more excited to get out and see the rink in person. Yeah, hundred percent. So we're on the same page and, and it's, it's a working process and, and uh, it, it's going to come. It's just, uh, you just got to be patient and, and uh, wait for uh, uh, all the right uh, things to happen for safety and for the, the safety of our, you know, uh, citizens and uh, I believe it's going to come soon and, and uh, it's going to be really exciting. Uh, there's a good rivalry in the, within the mountain division we have against Ogden and, and Utah team. And it's, it's, been, uh, it's been fun. Pueblo and, and Northern Colorado, like you mentioned, they get really strong teams. And it's been, it's been fun, challenging games. Uh, it's, it's from the uh, first minute to the last minute. It's been, it's been really, really a fun environment for me. And I'm learning about this level as well. And, and that's kind of where I wanted to, to cap this coaching conversation off with you. I mean, you have so many you know, uh, so many people out there who, who look at coaching and, and I'm sure they have one theory about how hard it he, or easy it is. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you just, you try to tell everyone is, is harder than it looks. Is it, has it been a constant learning experience for you being behind the bench? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. You just uh, managing a, you know, playing was one thing. Like playing was easy because I just control my one person, myself. But coaching, I got to be able to uh, uh, coach 20, 22 uh, different personalities, and I have to get most out of them. And I have to buy and let them make them buy into it. What, what I try to sell and and uh, make sure I, uh, I watch them consistently, daily basics. You know, like it's. A, it's it's you be careful what you wish for at the coaching is a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a challenging it's it's tough uh, it's a tough job it's nonstop 24/7 i mean it's 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 fun when it's going well but it's 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 hard too like uh, you know you're constantly looking for a little little edge here a little edge there like uh, what is this guy's missing how can i help him and and why is this guy not having, you know, uh, success? Why can't I get him involved? And it's just every day you're evaluating every step you do and make sure you uh, you try to do the best for your team and for each individual player. Coach, the last question I have for you, you, you talk about how – we talked about how great the facilities are in Provo for sure and, and 
you know, talk about the kind of mentality you bring to the bench. But for a prospective player who's listening out there, we, we you know, our audience is full of both players who have teams and, and players who might be thinking of moving to a league like the USPHL. Why should a prospective player take a look at the Provo Riverblades? What, what as an organization, as a location in the country, uh, what do you think are some of the benefits to coming out to Provo? Uh, you know, I've been going to make you grow as a, as a, not just as a hockey player, but as a person. We do uh, lots of great things about, uh, in our community and, and, uh, we'll help you out to grow as a, as a, as a person. And, uh, it's a great destination. It's a beautiful, healthy, uh, uh, part of a uh, country. Um, if you love outdoors, it's incredible to mountains around here. We're surrounded by, it's just a gorgeous state and, and, uh, and you know what we're shown, uh, our hockey, our craft, it's, uh, definitely, um, it's it's fun to be part of, and uh, uh, I think for young kids, uh, this uh, could be a really uh, great destination to working on your craft and and uh, advance to advance to the collegiate hockey. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. We cannot wait to see where the rest of the season ends up. We cannot wait to see where this team continues to move. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for your time, and then best of luck with everything. That interview was awesome. I had so much fun talking to Coach Yaroslav Modri. You know, it was an interview that that we had on the table for we we couldn't quite close it. He's a, he's a busy man and and he's busy making this team into one of the most competitive teams in the back end of this season here. And it was so much fun. Thank you again to Coach Modri for talking to us. And now it is time for my academic corner. And let's talk about the news this week. The big news is that there is some early reports here that standardized tests and, and the various tests that many agencies use throughout the year to gauge student performance, that those tests will still have to be given. Uh, that it affects some of our younger hockey players more than some of our older ones. And if that does affect you and you are currently upset, nervous, uh, angry that you have to be given a standardized testing so you have to sit in a standardized testing situation in a year unlike any other. There's a philosophy that I have had to adopt, which is called just roll with it, right? It's that it's, it's a, one of those philosophies that they say, oh yeah, just roll with it. It's no big deal, right? And it's obviously easier said than done. But in this situation, you have to treat this like a 5-5 game going into overtime. Whatever the other team throws your way, you just got to adapt. You got to change. You got to figure it out. If you have to take these tests, which are, I can honestly say dubious at best, measuring student performance, you gotta, you just gotta do it. You gotta fight that second overtime period. You gotta get out there for that long shift. You absolutely have to get out there and make the best of every single opportunity, whether you choose the opportunity, whether the opportunity is forced upon you. So it's a little bit off topic academic advice this week, but if I had to boil it down, I would say it's unfortunate we wish we maybe didn't have to do it, but since we have to, you might as well do it to the best of your ability and crush it. Absolutely awesome advice from Lucas Jones. Sage wisdom yet again. The incredible academic corner back at it, back and better than ever. And the word this week for Dan Kay as the parting word is the word respect. 
And, and I, I love this word because it, it fits into so many things, so many avenues. I mean, you look at a, a great player like Yaroslav Modri, even he had to battle on the ice to earn the respect of his peers at the NHL level. And even now behind the bench, I'm sure he had to battle at times to get the respect of his players underneath him. Yeah, he walks in with the NHL accolades, but these guys still don't know you until you hop behind the bench and they hear you talk for the first time. And, and you watch someone like that who just understands it and does it so well. And you see how the troops kind of fall in line behind them. What an opportunity for these players in Provo to play for an absolute goat, an absolute great, an absolute stud of a hockey player, man. An incredible job by Coach Modry. We congratulate him on a great job done so far. And I can guarantee you he's not settling there. He wants to keep moving. The word respect can also, it can, it can fit in our own lives, right? Sometimes we feel like we're not getting respected or we need to earn our respect. You know, someone could be out there texting, calling you Joe K, you know, and you, you, you know what your name is, but maybe they don't yet. You feel like they should earn that respect out there. You know, we keep battling, we keep fighting. And when you're out there on the ice, you don't like maybe where Dan K puts you in the power rankings. Maybe you don't feel like you got enough love on the last show. Maybe you feel like, you know, you want to get that game-winning goal. You want to be that person, that guy, that gal that that raises that cup. Earn that respect each and every day. And the way we do that is by putting in hard work, getting on with the grind, and continuing to not allow others to outwork us and showing respect to our fellow athletes, to our fellow colleagues, and those who work for us and with us. That's what we love. That's what we do. The Dan K Show, the most watched show in junior hockey. The most watched show in junior hockey. That counts the audio podcast that you're listening to right now. That counts the video podcast, both separate. One and two in the market. Incredible job earning that respect each and every day. Our executive board, if you are interested in joining the Dan K Show executive board, reach out www.dankshow.com. Contact us there. Let us know your interest. We're getting tons of coaches, commissioners. We're getting... We're getting former players. We're getting scouts. We're getting collegiate coach. Everything you could think of coming in right now. We're going to have some crazy cool decisions to make to build a super team. We're going to be the Avengers, baby. We're going to be flying through the skies covering junior hockey and creating events to better the game and make it better each and every day. Grow the game. Make it more accessible and make it shine. Put the spotlight on it. That's what we're doing. Elite Junior Profiles, that's www.elitejrprofiles.com. Put that shiny new paint on your recruiting profile. Go there today. It's not just for your hockey player. It's for every athlete in the house. Remastered Sleep, that's www.remasteredsleep.com. Find out why I slept like a baby on our trip to Hub City, Tampa. I mean, it was only 12 days, but I slept like a baby for the 12 days because Lucas has been fighting his snoring with the best water bottle in the game. The only water bottle that can help fight your snores, that can get you to quiet down, that can make me not hear Lucas through the hotel wall. It's incredible. RemasteredSleep.com, cheap, affordable. Dan K Show 10 to get 10% off your water bottle. Get there, buy it. It's so reasonable. And what it does for you, life-changing. I love it. I've tried it myself. I've stopped snoring as well. Finally, USPHL.com, www.usphl.com. Keep an eye out there. Postseason coming up, more information to come. We're waiting on that too. We cannot wait, cannot wait, cannot wait. Playoff time is a coming. It's cup chasing season. The only way you get there is by battling.
grinding, working harder than your opponent. See you there, folks. From Dan Kays on the mic, it's always hockey night.